There's always power shifts going on. There's no question, global politics isn't a power shift. We're definitely in the midst of power shifts. But that is true of every other time in history as well. There is no such thing as, as stasis when it comes to, to international relations, so it's not shocking that we're seeing a, a shifts in the distribution of power, but I don't think those shifts are necessarily in the ways that you would believe from reading, you know, pundits in the newspapers. We've been for the last two centuries in a world in which a fairly small number of mostly Western powers have been able to dominate the planet. Now, as the rise of the rest says, the rest of the world is catching up. Chinese GDP is growing, Indian GDP is growing. Uh, the National Intelligence Council predicts that if, you know, if this economic growth persists, then you know, we're going to look up 30, 40, 50 years, and we're going to see not one country that towers over all the rest economically, but three or four or five countries that are more or less you know, sort of clustered at the top. And we're beginning to see changes in people's perceptions on currency manipulations, on currency pol policies, on views about what's right for the world. There's a greater sense of entitlement, and there's a loss of that clarity of vision that said what was good for the United States is good for the world. As we look into uh, the next you know, 30, 40 years, we see a moment at which global politics are changing and the international system is going to have to either adapt to these new rising powers and changing global politics or the uh, rising powers are going to adapt to the international system. It's probably going to be some combination of, of the two, but it makes a lot of stuff up in the air and up for question and causes a lot of hand-wringing. We're in sort of a gray area where we've had the end of the Cold War, a period of U.S. unipolarity, and then a lack of clarity on exactly what's to come next, whether that's multipolarity or a system we haven't yet seen. Uh, that, of course, is cutting into the dominance of the United States in particular. Um, but any real significant shift, um, that, that means another country surpassing the United States in kind of combined economic military power is still a ways off. It's over the horizon. We don't know if one, any country will reach it. Power is actually decaying as, as much as, as it diffuses, um, the ability of the people who have it to use it actually decreases. And you know, the old assumption in international politics is you distill your hard power for international politics, like your military power especially, from your economy. And if others' economies are even roughly comparable to America's, then you have to expect that international politics is going to follow. There's always a grinding of, of power, but um, right now we're seeing the um, uh, catch up of some major powers, China, um, to the extent the European Union is an actor, obviously is a significant power. Um, but individual countries such as um, Germany and Brazil also rapidly gaining in uh, economic weight. Well, economic power clearly is shifting from the West to the East. Military power uh, is shifting as well, but not as dramatically. Obviously, the Chinese is a gets wealthier, China will be able to build a, a larger military, more capable military, but clearly right now the Chinese are doing its military modernization on a somewhat slower trajectory. U.S. power has, is enduring far more than I think than people would have anticipated in 2008, and I think that China is undeniably rising, but it's not going to rise as fast as people thought, and that the rest of the BRIC economies are actually in somewhat serious problems right now, and that could, maybe they'll eventually recover, but it's going to take some time.
I think the power shift in the world today is to shift between a part of the world which is still a relatively well organized economically prosperous cooperative integrated space where some degree of commonality of action is possible and the rest of the globe where we see uh, an enormous amount of disintegration, a disappearance of borders, a reformulation of states, uh, the uh, disintegration of states. Uh, and therefore, the real issue is to what degree the world where some kind of order fortunately still prevails is able to react to that and come up with a way of spreading the zone of order. Clearly in terms of the power of certain kinds of non-state actors and within different categories of non-state actors, some have more power than others, but also in terms of how we define and how we think about power. So I think it's been going on for a long time that you know, we know that military power is frequently not effective and economic power is. There's a big and ongoing debate about the role of soft power and smart power. The one thing that's very obvious for everyone to see is the impact that globalization has had on um, international relations and um, there are so many transnational power flows these days that just didn't exist maybe, or not to the same extent anyway, um, 30 years ago. We can see that in terms of some evidence about uh, deference of individuals to previous authority figures. This has declined precipitously over the last 20 or 30 years. We can see it in terms of the state's ability to construct a legitimate story about their use of violence in the international system. But I think on every dimension, all of those, um, those sort of types of power are changing. Of course, the thing that we don't talk about, and it's not a great term, but people's power. Um, and, and part of that's linked to technological change and the, the capacity of people to express their views and to sort of reject policies and not to go along and to actually articulate that in a way that now is uh, much more clear internationally. We've had superpowers for 150 years. Um, we've had three, we've had two, then we've had one, and the next stopping point is none. And we need to begin thinking about what a world without superpowers looks like. Plenty of great powers, plenty of regional powers, but no superpowers.